And welcome everyone to the newest volume of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. And Kelly, you're in a very special location, right? Yes, I'm on location tonight. Um, I am live from Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. Very cool. And you're just hanging out there? Yeah, I have. I, I, I'm. I used to work here, and it's a. It's a, It's. I have friends who still work here, so we get to see what's new and all that good stuff. Is there like? Is that the Star Wars stuff? Is that open now? No. Um, well, they have some new Star Wars esque. Um, fireworks stuff going on and they did update the ride so you get to of course you know kylo ran it up which is horrible um no they're about to close down half of the park to uh start refurb on that sometime this year so is the kylo ren thing like you get to get your hair did and it's all really nice you get to remove a helmet well yeah because there's the princess parties there's the pirate parties so now they can just douche you up Ah. that's an amazing segue Talk- We're actually going to be watching a very douchey movie. Yeah, what a gr- wow! It's almost like we Segway practiced right the rehearsal. Yep. So yeah, I I think I did mention it this week. We're doing the Entourage, parenthesis the movie. Yep, from 2015. And yeah, I mean, I guess the thing is, before we get so ridiculously negative, because we or indifferent, whichever way you want to put it, uh, right. I think people were talking to me about. Hey, it's called Ian Hates Movies, but most of the time you have been talking about movies that you like. And people were asking, you know, when are you going to do one that you really, really hate? And I think this is, you know, I don't even want to give it the credit of hatred, I guess. Yeah. No, the, yeah. It's not even worth that kind of effort. Like, right. it's not even like, I. you haven't even given me enough stuff to hate because you gave me a long episode of entourage that didn't go anywhere exactly and i did the check the average so without the or with the crawler in it it's around 28 minutes average for the entourage tv show and this was like what 104 somewhere around there 104 minute running so that's about 3.7 episodes of entourage so they just threw this shit together and said let's just continue you know, why Why do the stop with the credits? And even though they had an extended, extended credit crawler in the movie itself, so they couldn't even change that. Uh, but that's, I don't know. I don't know who's familiar with Entourage, the TV show, and who's familiar with the movie or not. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to hate more on the culture of what they were trying to do, I think, with this film and what the TV show was doing. I think that's probably the better way to do it. Uh, but we'll talk about what happened. I don't know, go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, it's there. It's an extremely limited, targeted audience that would enjoy this. Um, and even then, I don't feel like they took it to that particular potential to really grab that audience because it was kind of a minimal budget. It seemed like a throwaway for HBO. They were just like, eh, we got some money to blow. Let's get these fuckers together and see if we can't stretch it into some sort of movie. Yeah, I, I guess I've never, and I'm sure it's been said in reviews. I didn't bother to read any reviews. But I've never had less fun watching a movie that is supposed to be fun. Like, it's, I would assume that they had fun making it. Like, I would, I would hope that they did. But it didn't even look like they were really enjoying themselves in the movie either. Well, yeah, we're just doing this again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just, I mean, look, who else, I mean, or what else is Adrian Grenier, however you say his name, 
Like, what else is he going to do with his life? Like, this is, this is it. Voice over work. Oh, does he? Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I know you know a lot more, like, the animated shit and stuff. I no, don't no, know. no. I'm just trying to, like, because you'll always, like, you'll always be pegged as that person. So I really don't see what they could stick you in yeah. without either completely covering you up or it being voiceover work. Right. Well, I'd imagine that's what they had to do at the beginning of the show is you couldn't choose someone for that show who was already a right. big actor. Yeah, you just couldn't yeah, do it. You couldn't do like couldn't grab Mark Wahlberg or something like that. And, you know, even though that character perfectly fits that role, you well, can't really. Isn't I mean, isn't that the story? Isn't the whole story of Entourage not like everything that happened to them? But isn't it completely based on Mark Wahlberg and his entourage and his posse? Yeah. Yeah, so is, I mean, yeah, uh, you're absolutely and he's right. He's an executive yeah. producer on this particular uh, movie as well. Yeah, he sh- he shows up with a terrible cameo. Um and we'll get oh. we'll get into how many cuz I have a list uh of oh the cameo God. I know. And that'll lead into another big thing about this too. But I guess like what I think what's funny about Adrian Grenieri or whatever. I'm not I don't know his name. I don't ever want to know his name. But I did watch the show. I I used to um I used to live with women. So they they went from they went from Sex in the City. Well, Kelly, it's the it's the reason I hate women to this day. It's because I live with them. It's true. They kind of have crappy tastes. Not only that, but women are the most unclean people to live with. Like people yes. think like men are bad. No, 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 no. no. no girls live, are gross. Yeah, live with five women and see yeah, how long. But they. They asked me to watch Sex and the City with them, so I gave them a chance. That was a terrible, terrible idea. Uh, and then when Entourage came on, they wanted to watch that. That one I could deal with a little bit more because I got to make fun of it. And they were, you know, they didn't like it when I made fun of Sex and the City, but they were okay with me making fun of Entourage. Entourage. So I did yeah. actually stick with it because it was an easy show to just put on the background and not care because nothing just- really happened. No, absolutely. It's one of those, like, you could put this movie on in the background, go and do something, come back, and there's really been no progression. It's just the same for fuckers talking about useless shit or random problems that they talk about in every single episode anyway. Yep. So you're not really going to miss anything. Yeah, and I think it's, I think one time in the whole, what was it, eight seasons, like 98 episodes or something. Yeah. But in that span, they had, like, Besides worries that movies weren't going to do well, which they always ended up doing well, um, the only other thing was one time uh, Vinny, which is Adrian Grenieri, so I don't have to keep on saying his name, uh, Vinny started doing coke, but was still able to act and have sex with Sasha uh, Gray or whatever, the porn star, in the show and stuff. So, And he had a fight with Eminem once in the show. And... Everyone still loved him the entire time. They were just like, dude, you got to get off the coke. And that was like the biggest thing he ever had to deal with. And even then, he never hit rock bottom. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a, that's his character. Is he's pretty much infallible. No one ever says a bad thing about him. He always lands on his feet. He always is doing well. But I wonder if that's true in real life because I just don't see him in anything else. He was like a well, side character it, in a right, couple things. It's more based on the lines that there are definitely actors out there who can just kind of skate by. And because they never actually get to the point where they're famous enough where people are going to dig into their shit, they just kind of figure out a way to just kind of, eh, I go over here and I do this, and I go over here and do this. And 
I, I can support myself as an actor, which is so rare. Yeah. <laughs> well, in this show, yeah, he's supposed to be a multi-millionaire lead actor in the biggest films ever or whatever. Right, which yeah. is amazing because none of the shit catches up to him. He doesn't really deal with any type of like, you never see them. He's always in an open car. There's never tabloids or paparazzi or any of that bullshit that follow them or run yep. into them. Yeah, they're, they're always able to do whatever downtown. they want. Yep. Right. It's never an issue. Yep. No, they have they have so much fun. It's just a great lifestyle and everything. And I guess maybe that's what they're going for on the show is maybe they want to inspire kids at this age that when they're 20 years older, like e-Hollywood e story will be about them and they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, I got my inspiration from watching the Entourage movie. It just seemed like such a great thing to do in my fucking life. Like, I don't. Who wouldn't want to do what they're doing for sure? But, you know, driving ridiculously nice cars and doing commercials for them basically and having sex with ridiculously hot women and having everything fall on your lap literally and figuratively. Like mm -hmm. that's – who wouldn't want that? Right. So I, I understand them making the show for that reason and I'm sure they got to have fun while doing it. But this movie certainly wasn't fun. That's for sure. So yeah, I it's it this was a tough one. For people listening to the podcast, obviously we're going to spoil this movie, but there's nothing really that you didn't see in the trailer. Like Yeah, and there's there's nothing exciting that happens anyway. Like, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, there's just nothing. I mean, let's let's look at this. So I was surprised about this. I looked on IMDb. It has a six point seven out of ten on IMDb, which seems pretty high. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is a 33%, and on Metacritic, it's a 38%. So I'm that sure... That's more realistic. Yeah, it's, it's... HBO might have some sort of, like, funding with IMDb. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> or all the bros got on the site and started writing right. reviews. Yeah, like, cool. come on, click those stars, man. Click, click those stars. I wonder if I was thinking about making a bro character for this episode, but I just really don't want to do it. I don't no, think that'd be... No, it's too much effort. Yeah, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be fun. But we'll we'll go into some of that stuff later for sure, though. So, I guess let me let's do the intro to what the character like what the main characters are. Um, I wrote okay. this. I wrote. I actually wrote this down. I did show prep for this as well. You know, just like all the time. Uh, but let me go through the characters in one second. So the main character, like I said, is Vincent Chase. He goes by Vinny. So he's the infallible guy. He's always positive. He always takes care of everyone, you know, friends are like his family, you know, all that kind of stuff. He is, I think, literally never made fun of in 98 episodes and a whole movie that's like three or four episodes. Like, never made fun of. Um, then you have Eric Murphy. That's his, like, manager, agent, whatever. He goes by... Best friend. Best friend, yeah. He goes by E. Uh, and he's made fun of for being short all the time. That's his, that's his thing. He's short. So that's him. Turtle, he was fat for 98% of the seasons. <laughs> like 98% of the seasons, he was, He's he was a big fat. Dude. Yeah. 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 And he was made fun of it constantly. Like that was right. their thing because they didn't have a like good writer. So it was only fat jokes. And he was also, because he didn't have any skills apparently, he was the driver. He was like the guy who got everyone to where they were going. So they made fun of him for that as well. 
Then, by the end of the series and in this movie, he's much, much thinner. So now that he's thinner, they make fun of him for being thinner. Like, that's all of a sudden, it's not the fat jokes anymore. It's thin jokes. Then he also, at the end, made a ton of money in the, in the series. So now they make fun of him for having so much money. That's the, I, I don't know where the fun stuff comes in. It's just that's what they do in this show. Yeah, I have to, there has to be some reason for me to, to pick on you or for some you know, reason to put you down in some way. Well, obviously you should. He was fat, so now he's thin. So you should totally. I mean, he was poor and now he's rich. It's of course it's it's joke fodder. Uh, of course. Then you have Vincent Chase's brother. You have Johnny Drama. So they just call him oh. dr- Drama. Yep. So he's made fun of for being pretty much a failed actor and for being old. That's the whole entire series. Just he's and a loser. And he's an idiot. And he's a, an amazing bro. Like he's just one of the, like he's the ultimate hanger on. Yes. Like. Yes. He's totally wants to be the star. Yeah. And there's just and literally there's no talent there to even remotely pull it off. Like you can't even do porn. Like it's bad. <laughs> if you wanted if you wanted to make the show more than it is and look into it more than it is, you could probably say that the show is actually more about his character than it is about Vince. Because right. he's the only one that goes through actual character arcs. Like, really, if you think about them, we'll talk about the end of this movie, but he's the one who comes out on top, basically. He's the one who finally, quote-unquote, makes it. Well, that, and he's also the realistic actor. Like, you actually see him going on auditions and doing this stuff and dealing with the struggle and it being a nightmare. And, yeah, I've been in 300 things, but no one knows who the fuck I am because I'm corpse number two. Yeah, like, he, did a, he did, like, an 80s show or 90s show called Viking Quest, like, similar to, like, something like Bruce Campbell doing... Uh, what was that show, Jack of All Trades or whatever? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Or Z, you know, Lucy Lawless doing Xena or you know, Hercules, right, all right, that right. kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then all those ones. after that, it's only bit parts and nothing big, and he thinks he's a better actor than he is, and all that kind of stuff. So you can say maybe there's a character arc there. And then lastly, well, there's two more. There's Ari Gold, who's probably the <laughs> only yeah, probably the only more redeeming character, but he's a vile human being. Like if oh, you talk oh, about the perfect agent, yeah. agent, like that's fantastic. Like this is the person you want on your side because literally I will do anything to and, get you that. And that is what he does for Vince the entire show. Like there's never any doubt. He always is working for something for Vince. Like that's just the way it is. Uh, and then he has his assistant who ends up, you know, being a agent later on, uh, Lloyd, right. and he's gay. So he gets made of he gets made fun of for being gay, especially by yeah, Ari. Yeah, but even the best part is, is even Piven, uh, uh, Ari Gold's character, like, you couldn't get a more stereotypical Jew in the industry, and he completely owns it. Like, I mean, they they cover everything, they cover... Yeah, he makes fun of himself. Yeah, Yeah. oh no, it's fantastic, though. Yeah. No, no, and that's why I just thought it's it's especially, you know, bringing up the bro culture again, that's the whole thing, is you've got your, your things everyone makes fun of everyone for. Like, that's, uh, oh, but we're still bros, you know, we're still, you know. We're still always, cool, whatever. Yeah, always number one, this is our group and our family and all that bullshit. Like, that's that's what this show is. That's that's what it is. So, I figured the way to talk about the character was just to talk about what they were made fun of for. So, let's see. What else do we got here? So, 
I guess, let me also then, this sets up the movie. So the series ended this way, basically. It was, so everything worked out for everyone. Like, uh, like Kelly, have you seen the movie uh, Limitless? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I have never seen a movie where everything worked out the best way possible with no consequences whatsoever more than the movie Limitless. Like Bradley okay. Cooper's character gets that pill that makes him smart and he rips it off and he goes through, he gets people killed. He gets like innocent people killed. He gets all this stuff. It seems like he's going to finally at the end, you know, get his comeuppance. But instead he's outsmarted people because he was really smart. And now he's just going to be smart forever. And all the quote unquote bad guys get their comeuppance and nothing happens to him whatsoever and he basically lives like a rich asshole for the rest of his life right and enough that they like there was so much nothing that happened in that movie that they made a stupid show on cbs for it because cbs would be the only station that would have that because they don't cancel anything and everything does well on cbs because as long as you as long as you hear that like uh csi song or a laugh track people feel comfortable (laughs) So they just turn on their TV to CBS and they fucking leave it on. It's the only place right. that Supergirl would do well. <laughs> it's on CBS. Yeah, that's true. You, you know it can't be on anything else because the CW at least has more interesting DC character shows. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, because you yeah. have Arrow and Flash and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can get yeah, away with that. Okay. But, but you yeah. that. Yeah, so that's kind of the way I think of it. So that's what this that's what this show and movie are like, is like that kind of limitless thing where no matter what – there are never any consequences to anything, and you're always going to land on your feet. You're going to get everything you want, and life's great. So at the end of the series, they ended it this way. Vince, who's a womanizer, you know, has tons of women all the time, he finally finds love, and he goes to get married. And that's at the very end of the episode. Everyone goes on the plane to go to his wedding. Like So he's finally done it. He found love. He's all good. Uh, e has an off and on girlfriend who's now pregnant with his child and she's now willing to take him back and move to New York with him even though he had sex with her stepmom for a long time. So everything's all good for him. So that's you know that's great. Uh, Turtle at the end becomes a millionaire because and I'm not even giving a plug to the fucking tequila, which is a real tequila, by the way, that they just plugged the entire like last four seasons of the of the show. He made a ton of money with Mark Cuban on that, so he's like, make, I love that. Yeah, he has like more money than <laughs> Vince uh, now. So yeah, Mark Cuban was in like the last couple seasons of Entourage. Jesus. Like, yeah, like okay, as a regular character almost. To do. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, so Turtle's a millionaire now. Uh, Drama won a strike for his animated show, and now his animated show with Andrew Dice Clay is doing great. Like, top of the charts, like the next, they called it the next Simpsons. Like, that, yeah, that's, that's the kind of shit they were doing. So he's, he's, he's great. And then Ari, who had been separated from his wife and his, and his family, she forgives him for everything, takes him back, he quits the agency business, and moves to like Italy or some shit and they're like living their life 
with no distractions anymore and he's you know all that kind of stuff he goes to vince's wedding like so everyone's fucking happy that's how they end the series so you think yeah all good no need to talk about anything else it certainly doesn't need to be a movie right wrong (laughs) no no kelly you're wrong they need to make a movie because seriously what they do at the beginning of the movie vince is divorced he or annulled like they meet him nine days after his marriage like they just yeah he said they woke up in the morning he woke up in the morning they didn't have anything to talk about she said this was a mistake they had sex and she said this is uh, this is annulled or we're i'm gonna get annulled don't worry about anything i'm not gonna take anything from you and then leaves him a note saying that she read his new script and he's better than that. You never right. see that girl ever in this never movie. Again. Yeah, never, yeah, never. They don't talk about it anymore. That's just it. He has an annulled marriage. It, so, it just happens. Yeah. So right there, no love, no anything. Then you get you get to hear about E. E isn't with his pregnant girlfriend anymore. Um, he's with someone much much hotter and nakeder. Apparently, if you remember that scene, she was very, very naked Um, and they're not in New York and neither is his ex-girlfriend. And (laughs) so that that didn't happen. Uh, Turtle is now even richer than he was before. Somehow Um, drama show is canceled. So (laughs) that that animated show that was supposed to be as big as The Simpsons is, is no longer there. And then Ari and his family fucking moved back from Italy and he takes a position as the CEO of like Time Warner or something, is that what they said? Yeah, he's the, he's the head of a studio. Yeah, um, it, it, it alludes to Warner Brothers because um, uh, what um, uh, what the hell's his name? The guy who owns Time Warner. Oh, uh, is, Rupert makes Murdoch? a cameo. Rupert no, Murdoch. No, no, no. Oh, Warren Buffett. The other one, Warren Buffett. Yeah, he yeah. makes a cameo. Yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, Rupert Murdoch is Fox, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> So they allude to like what studio it is, and clearly that lot is Warner Brothers lot. Um, but it, there's really no transition though. Like there's right. like two lines to kind of cover this, and two lines to kind of cover well, that. But they don't give you any reason for how this all went south. Yeah, well that's the whole thing. So they basically said fuck everything that we did at the end of the series, so we can make a movie. So really, you didn't have to see the series to see this movie, and I think that's why they did it because you can tell right away. Especially by like the sexist things drama says, like all that kind of. You can tell what the personality of every character is within well, the first. The, there's no dimension. To no, any oh, character. absolutely not. So, They're like, all yeah, one-dimensional. Two lines, and you're explained. Yeah, like, exactly. I even have some quotes, like. <laughs> so drama. One of his first quotes to to Vince on the like they meet him. Obviously, he's partying on a yacht with a bunch of like naked chicks and stuff. The, the first party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. The first thing that he says is fun is when you forget a girl's name while you're fucking her. Like, wow. Great writing. I mean, look, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying like, you know, great writing there, right? Come on, Kelly. You're supposed to be the foil to the stuff I'm going to say. I completely say. agree with you. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. This you're right. goes both ways. Oh, I should like I think I know your name. Uh, it's fine. I should have just given you this list and had you read it because that probably would have been funnier. <laughs> Damn it, comedic timing. It happens. I know. Well, yeah, uh, another drama line. Uh, one vagina closes just as another one opens. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's uh, that's great, right? Uh, a good visual, too. Yeah. 
I don't even want to. I'm not even gonna go through. Uh, oh, if you want, <laughs> if you want Ari Gold, if you want Ari Gold, uh, Lahayam bitches. Uh, that yes. ha- yep, that happened. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, awesome. Ti made an appearance and said, "Call somebody who can kick me in the nuts, so so I don't need a vasectomy." I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm supposed to get that if I knew anything about Ti." The only thing All I right. know about Ti is um, you can have whatever you want song, and the yeah. movie ATL. Which actually isn't too bad. I actually don't mind that movie whatsoever. So yeah, yep. That's uh, that's pretty much some great lines there from this movie. All right. So how do you want to start that? I guess we've kind of already we've set everything up, right? Right. So the main, I guess, the main thing that is supposed to happen in this movie, the big reveal, is that Vince doesn't want to do the movie he's working on right now, and he wants to direct. That's and everyone's shocked. Like, oh, but Vince, you're just a pretty face. Like, what, what, what are you doing? Um, and Ari has the ability. He wants Vince to be the star of the number one studio film that he's in charge of. Right. So Vince says, "I'll do it, but I want to direct." So they skip ahead, like what, eight months or eight something? Months. Eight months. And Vince is directing the movie. And by the way, we should get into the fucking movie because they did this a few times in the show. The movie's called Hide. All right. So it's H-Y-D-E. And it's supposed to be a new telling, I guess. They don't allude to it. But I'm guessing it's a new telling of Jekyll and Hyde. Well, no, no. They do. They allude to it at the party because they have um, um, Gary Busey trying to explain it to everybody, which is hysterical. That's probably the only funny part in this movie is right. Gary Busey. Yeah. And, you know, that's not completely a surprise. But, yeah, so that's really all they do for it. But, yeah, in this movie, and because they, you see only a clip of it, in this movie, Hyde is a a super-powered dubstep, dubstep DJ. Is that what he is? I mean, it's it's uh, it has like an underground rave quality to it. Yeah, too. He's got the hoodie, like the really like shiny hoodie thing. Yeah, and he's basically like Zach Efron in that movie that flopped the biggest in 2015 or whatever. That one where he wants oh, to be yeah, a yeah, yeah. yeah, he wants to be a DJ or whatever. It, it that's what he is, and it's just but it's darker, and he shoots some weird. Um, I don't know, some weird science potion? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I can feel them playing off of, like, Molly or other rave drugs. Yeah, like, yeah. it's that kind of thing, and it's supposed to be an enhancement, but it's almost a zombie response to it. Yeah, and the police are there, and they're trying, so now all the people are fighting the police, but he's just hanging out, having a great time, I guess, like, being cool Spinning dude. music. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With the glow, like, literally almost everyone had glow sticks, too. That's how bad this was. This is how bad the rave was. Like, but I'm sure the bros who were watching this was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, hide. Fuck yeah. That's amazing. That kind of thing. But, I, yeah, but that's just it, though. Like, they don't make any, like, it, it doesn't, there's no Jacqueline Hyde reference to nope, it. Nothing. Unless it's like, that's the name of the drug and you get to feel that <laughs> ulterior motive. But this is still reading into this way too much. Oh, yeah, much we're, we're to doing give way you more no things. kind of visual at all. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's the thing. They still, the, it's very similar to what they did during the show. A few times they've they've shown a clip of whatever in TV show movie that Vince is working on. So that was just this again. 
but all the movies that they've ever shown have no thought put into them. I mean, the big movie thing that he did before was Aquaman in the TV show. James Cameron was doing Aquaman, and he was Aquaman. So they showed like one clip of him running towards a dock to jump into the ocean, and that was it. Like so, that was exactly what they did with like, this hide that's movie. Like, that's not even a good like teaser. Like that could be anything. No, it was like it was, Jaws four. Like really? Yeah. Uh, well, I it would have been nice. I wouldn't have mind seeing a, a shark come out, but right. It's just yeah. That's that's what they do. So, anyways, that's the big that's the big reveal of this this in movie or whatever is that there the studio is worried because Vince is like fifteen million over budget. And Vince won't show the movie to anyone except for his entourage because he wants everything to be perfect because this is his first time directing, all that kind of bullshit. So Ari's worried because this is supposed to be their big studio release. Vince is worried because he wants money. And it's just the basic thing. It's like, you know it's all going to work out, but they have to go through this bullshit to get there. Right. They don't set up a time crunch. They don't set up any type of real stakes to it, which is why it's just an episode. This isn't a movie. You've given me no reason to be excited about what could possibly happen next because there's no stakes involved here. Like, it's just kind of, okay, we'll just kind of, and here's another shot of this part of Hollywood yeah. and this part of Hollywood. And look at that nice car. There's some more car. topless bits. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, 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 no... I'm okay with the topless part, but, I mean, that's, maybe that's the bro in me, Kelly. Maybe that's the that's bro it. in me coming out. I was like, damn it. Look at those tits. This is, this is great. But it's all Hollywood fake Barbie tits. Too. Yeah, like, there were. The, it's all, not like this is all clearly like you guys also do porn. Yeah. Okay. The hottest girls that were in the movie did not get topless pretty much. No. Except. Yeah, I know. The blonde that hooked up with E, she was hot. There's no doubt about that. You didn't know? Kelly's yeah. shaking her head. No. 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 Like I'm, I'm all about a natural, but that was bleached and plucked and god knows what else we're talking about the asshole about and nothing about this i want to touch nothing (laughs) everything more realistic on like a 40 dollars blow-up doll ah they're not that cheap trust me (laughs) but um anyways oh real life coming in the podcast all right so yeah just be happy you guys are cued in with the skype on this there's so much interesting crap going on in the background that you guys can't see well, I have my doll collection. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but this I have is the, the shit I get to look at. He gets to see Disney World yeah. and I get to look at all of the well, anyway. I like to call my I like to call my dolls Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I have them categorized based on price, so it goes up from five dollars nice, to forty. Yeah. Right. Because so. then there's the hopper option where you can jump around yeah. and I mean the forty dollar one, that's like the expensive night. That's like, yeah, you know, I'm treating myself. That's exactly because you, know, well, you, you don't want to, you know, tap out too soon. I mean, I don't want to get accustomed to this. I'll get spoiled. <laughs> oh, if if I had a dime for every time I've heard that. <laughs> back, right. to yes, back, back to Entourage. So I guess the only person in this movie that really has any stakes is drama. Ari. Uh, well, Ari. okay, I would say Ari, but no, but more more drama, though, too. Like, drama and Ari, we can say, have the most stakes right. in this movie. Because no one else really does. I mean, no. Turtle, everyone can fall back on Turtle because he's, it's, they make it seem like he's a billionaire now. So right, he's, which is he, ridiculous. Yeah. So he's got tons and tons of money. So everyone's living at his house. Vince has so much money, I guess, that he waived his fee 
to be, you know, he's starring in the movie and yeah, and directing. So he, he waived his fee for that. Um, you know, he kind of wants his ex back, but then he's having sex with so many other people that I guess it doesn't seem to matter too much to him. And it doesn't seem to matter to her that he's having sex with so many people. Uh, so I, I don't know what the deal is there, but basically the stakes are probably only drama and Ari. So I guess a very, very wasted cameo appearance would be Billy Bob Thornton, who was in two scenes and does pretty much nothing at all. Because what Which they, is always, yeah. I mean, that's the goal. Are you kidding me? You're going to pay me how much oh, yeah. I get to be on set for a day. I mean, good for him. I mean, absolutely good for him. It's just for everything else, for the audience who's who has to watch it for a podcast. You know, it. I, I was wanting something more. Uh, I guess I shouldn't have expected Fargo, but I wanted something more, you know. Right. So, yeah. Okay, understandable. Yeah. So he's he's the billionaire whatever from Texas who finances the movies. Right. right. So he Ari has to go out and pretty much beg for more money so Vince can finish the movie. Finish his movie. Now, I would say a not terrible person in this movie was Billy Bob Thornton's son, who was. Which, by the way, yeah. it took me a minute. And did I'm it like, take you a minute? How the fuck do I know who you are? And I'm like, oh my God. Yep. Oh, Sunshine, you did not age well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, no. So the person we are talking about is Haley Joe Osmond, Osmond Osmond, however you say sure. it. Yeah, what it doesn't matter. Uh, but he was he was good in this movie. Um, he was playing the southern the southern guy who was big for his britches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna be my money someday. Yeah, and he just wants hot women, and he wants the movie star lifestyle. But he's in Texas on a ranch, so he's not getting it there. So he jumps right, and at the he's chance. Yeah, not built for it at all. No, he's got. I mean, his hair's nice, I guess. <laughs> he's got the hair. You're so sweet. I know. He's just it's like a sweet nice. kid. Yeah, you know. Whatever. Well, yeah, because you, if, you, if you actually shave the facial hair off, it looks like you know you're dealing with a large thirteen-year-old. Yeah, he he looked like he got stuck in a period of time. Uh, yeah, that's, no, no adult features. Yeah, no adult features. I'm guessing he gets carded a lot of places, like all those strip clubs and stuff. He probably, oh, yeah. So, Billy Bob Thornton says, "Hey, you know, fuck you. Take my son. He'll decide. You know, make Vince show the movie, and he'll decide if you get the extra money because it doesn't right. matter to me. Like he's not. There's no stakes for him either." Billy Bob no. Thorne has so much money, he's already so put in. I just in. write this up anyway. Yeah. He's like, I finance tons of movies. Like, I don't care. But here's my son to further the plot. Like, it's like Deadpool. Like, hey, here's my son to further the plot for you. Yeah, like, that's... <laughs> and you know... I'm going to throw some sort of obstacle at you that'll be annoying for a little bit. And you know he's the only obstacle that's going to be in this movie, pretty much. And that is. I mean, he's the only obstacle. So, they come back... Vince and and Co are throwing a massive party full of cameo after cameo after cameo Amazing. at their yeah at Turtles house so they can screen it and it's supposed to be only uh you know here's oh here's a big thing it's supposed to only be for family and friends but of course Turtle and Drama invite tons of people so it's all hot women and cameos from people and I guess before that, too, we forgot to mention that Turtle has a thing for Ronda Rousey. So he chased her down and 
invited her to the party as well. So random. Yeah. And we, I, we need to give Turtle something to do. Let's randomly throw a fighter in there yeah. for fun. And I like Ronda Rousey. This was obviously yeah. before she lost her fight, though, because now she does not get as much high praise as she had when this was coming right. up. Yeah. So... <laughs> She, you know, she's fine. I don't think she's a bad actor in this movie. I think she's fine. Um, I'd she, watch. She's up to par with everybody else in the movie. Well, I'd watch that Roadhouse movie she's supposedly doing. Like, I think that'd be pretty funny. We'll definitely huh. be doing that for this podcast. That's great. That's for sure. So, big party, blah blah. Now, this is where we veer off the road for a second because what I did was I said, you know, what'd be fun. Let me let me go ahead and Google all the cameos that were in the Entourage movie. And not to name them, but just, you know, just to kind of, like, give an idea of, of what we we're looking at. So I Google it, and one of the top search results is a, and I'm going to plug them because I think I don't want people to go to the site, but I also do. Uh, I know, yeah, this is, this is one of those, oh, this is going to be. Yeah. It's like, it's the room. It's Rocky Horror Picture. It's one of those, <laughs> I shouldn't support this, but it's such a fucking train wreck that you kind of just, like... I got. I got to read what they're gonna post. Like right. it's just gonna. It's texts from last night. Like it's. Oh just yeah. Bad. So there you go. Yeah. So and that's ex- yes. You were absolutely right. So this is what it was. It's it's a website called BroBible.com, and they had a listing of the cameos. So I clicked on it. So this is what they said, and we'll go into what the actual site is in a second. But this is what they said about the cameos. They go, we are only two months away from the Entourage movie hitting the big screen. The hype is great. But the cameos for the highly anticipated film is even greater. Like, I'm reading this the way, hopefully, they're, like, thinking this. Like, this is what I imagine them. So then they cut to a quote from Jeremy Piven. And it says, I think for the people that watch the series and are fans, I think they're going to be really satisfied because everyone's back. And we picked up where we left off. And then we have incredible cameos. So they're all excited. So then this is the last thing they say. They say, based on the trailer and the cast list on IMDb, there is going to be a shitload of incredible cameos in the Entourage movie. And then they list them. So you've got Liam Neeson, Ronda Rousey, Tom Brady, um, Gronkowski, Emily Ratajkowski, um, Kevin Durant, Mark Wahlberg, Bob Saget, George Takei, Gary Busey, like all these ridiculous who needs them cameos. I would say the only one that meant anything to me probably was Jessica Alba. I was waiting. Did for you that. just say, did you just mouth that when I said that? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Come on, when she comes out, when she comes out yelling, she yells at Ari. That she's making a stupid zombie he's in movie. Tight leather wearing uh, weaponry. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that works. Exactly. And then it's she said, and then she said, hashtag Jessica Alba's ass. And I do, uh, when I, in this description, and when I Twitter this and put it on Facebook, I am going to hashtag Jessica Alba's ass on this promotion because awesome. I did love that. So that's, that's the only thing. So that, that got me. But then at the end of this huge list, it's like 40-something people or something. It's ridiculous. They go, this is not surprising since the television series had so many great celebrity making unforgettable appearances. This is word from word what this piece of shit website thinks. Like, this is how they really think about things. So I said, look, I have to check into this a little bit more. I can't. Maybe this is a sarcastic website. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe this is a joke. Yep, I have my fingers crossed. I'm like, oh, no. Let me check this out. The categories for this website 
are guyism, life, girls, sports, gear, music, and bro tips. Yes, you heard me right. Bro Bro tips. tips. Yep. So I said to myself, how great would this be to see what this is so we can maybe use some on the podcast? Now, I kid you not, and I swear to you, as soon as I as soon as I clicked on Bro Tips and it actually went to the site and <laughs> had a list, I was I was thinking maybe they were just playing around and it wouldn't actually be there. There are four thousand one hundred and ninety-four bro tips. And I got literal douche chills. It I had a lab coat on while I was reading this. Like I was at my job and I just tensed completely up because I couldn't believe that this actually exists. So yeah. Kelly, what would your what would your general impression be of something like that? Welcome to LA. Oh <laughs> Okay, or or and, Boston, and as by the way. Surviving LA for seven plus years. Welcome to LA. I would say you can add Boston to that list and probably some other even, cities too. Oh, well, no, no, no. I'm not. Not even close. No, you're, it's true. But I'm just saying go to Faneuil Hall anytime that you're here. There's like segments of the city that you should never go no, to. because yeah, townies it's... are fantastic. Are you kidding me? I'd love to eavesdrop on some of that stuff. Fuck yeah. Ooh, I can. It's, it's, it's very difficult. So here's what I'm going to do. From time to time during this uh, episode, I am going to read a bro tip. Um. This, I'm going to start now with a few, okay? Bro tip 4,176. The biggest thing a girl wants from you is for you to listen to her. It's cheap, and all you have to do is sit there. Yeah, great great bro tip, right? That's I know that's what you're thinking, Kelly. Hold <laughs> up. What's, what's really sad is because they couldn't just make a list of these, they all have these colors and a hashtag underneath them as well. So... Actually, I should be reading the, the hashtag as well. Here we go. It, you shouldn't have to buy a girl shots for her to like you. Hashtag dating. That's good, right? You know, that's, right. that's not bad. That's not bad. And I'll give you one more, and then I'm going to sprinkle these out uh, in between. But you're going you're gonna to love this one. I had it bookmarked. Um, okay, here you go. 493. You only need three hobbies. One to keep you in shape. One to keep you creative, and one to make you rich. See, fuck yeah. These bro tips are killing it. If Go, we, hashtag gold. Oh, I one more, sorry. <laughs> Speak softly and carry a big stick. Feel free to use it when people stop listening. Bam. Hitting you with some knowledge, son. Oh. Yeah. All right, so... From I'm gonna go all the way back to like the thousands, so that'll I'm take sorry, a while. I'm sorry, but but so. thank you for that. That comes from the original bro, Rock and Mr. Teddy Roosevelt. Thank you, Mr. Roosevelt, for that particular quote. That is a good point. That is a good point. These bros here did not give the proper credit that Say the credit it. deserved. Yeah, I don't know. Would would you call? Wouldn't like Abe Lincoln maybe? Maybe George Washington be the original. No, bro? no, no, no. Teddy no? Roosevelt was way way more of a badass. Like he survived like mustard gas. Like the guy was amazing. Ah, I gotcha. All right, I'll give you that. All right, so back to the, back to the show. So all of all of those stupid cameos. I mean, they go through like maybe 
20 to 30 at this at this pool party uh, thing that they're doing. So they're partying basically until it gets dark and then they're going to do the screening of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Now at this time E has sex with another girl. Uh, for some uh, Which is drama's fault. Yes, because drama spiked his drinks with like <laughs> Molly, Viagra and something else, I forget. Right. But yeah, so and water cuz your water wouldn't taste all fucked up after that. But sure, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's, you know, it's it's bro stuff, you know. That's what you do for your bro. What you do? Yeah, when you're not you feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> They're at this party. Now, Turtle is pretty much hitting on Ronda Rousey most of the time. So they've got that going. Uh, Vince is now worried that the movie's not ready yet and he doesn't want all these people to see it. Ari's freaking out because he wants to see it and he thinks it's bad if you right. know Vince doesn't want to show it. And then Haley Joel Osment is trying to hit on Emily Ratajkowski, who is very, very attractive. Like she's that girl from the um the blurred it's, lines I mean, video. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, it's 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 yeah. she's very it, typical european model like yeah. it has that androgynous type of look to her she was she was flavor of the month for a while so that's right. why for this movie it worked out perfectly that she would be and in the movie she's pretty much hanging on vince but they make her kind of her own character so she's not completely like dependent on him i guess all right well because she's a supermodel so yeah. technically i don't need you but it's nice to have a little someone who's not equal status, but it's, I can talk to you and, you know. Yeah. And Vince has had that, you know, when he was dating the porn star and all that kind of stuff in the right. show. Like that kind of thing. So they don't show that, or they don't, you're supposed to think that they're going to date, but they're not actually doing that currently or whatever. So Haley Joel right. Osment pretty much is like talking down to Vince and his friends the whole time because he's the money, basically, and he wants her. That's the whole, right. yeah, that's the whole thing is he wants her. Because he actually has no smoothness to him. And you can't really get past that because he's not attracted enough to be that stupid and have no 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 moves there. So he's trying to play the, well, I'm the money card. Um, but in doing so, it's just kind of sad. Yes, it is. It's very sad. But he's doing well as his acting or whatever. Like acting no, no, no. like he's, the douche yeah, no, he's, he's doing, but yeah, he's playing that kid very but his, well. Yeah, his character is very sad. Yeah, so during this party, E has sex with the girl and gets caught by Ronda Rousey and Turtle. Um, drama, like, ends up. I don't know if they hook up or not, but he meets a girl who liked Viking Quest, so he talks to her. Vince, you know, has for some reason Pharrell is at their party so he gets instead of playing the movie he gets pharrell to just do a concert there i guess this is la life right i mean that's apparently because i'm not a multi-million dollar grammy award-winning artist but cool i kind of showed up just to for free booze but yeah i'll put on a fucking hour and a half show because your projector doesn't work. yeah he just says the projector doesn't work and no one no one there i guess all the industry types yeah it's like cool we could run it through my iphone and make this work for you but okay (laughs) that is very true yeah, just no one's like, let me take a look at the projector, too. That would also be something. Right. But yeah, yeah. why can't, why isn't this digital yet? Why can't we put it on our phones and just play it? Right. Like, it's not, well, yeah. Cool, plug it into something else. Yeah. Like, really? Right. So yeah, so furthering along the plot, I guess. So Vince gives a copy to Haley Joe Osment and to Ari. 
and says, here, you guys can look at it because we need the extra money. Just, you know, don't don't share it. Don't do whatever. So Haley Joel goes off with Emily to watch the movie uh, together. And Ari goes home and Ari is like praying to God and stuff. And that's something he never does. And he's so worried it's going to be a terrible movie and all this kind of stuff. And that's where you see the clip of Vin- Vinny, I guess, is Hyde. Yeah, I guess doing that weird rave scene. And right there, I'm going, oh, so they're going along with the whole he's in a bad movie this time and they might not actually get out of this situation. Like, that's how they're going to play it. I was like, oh, that's that's new for Entourage. Like, that's even though Medellin was another movie they did before. And that one. Yeah, that one was really bad, but they edited it. So it was good. And I was like, okay, sure. Whatever furthers the plot. So (laughs) once again, so. Ari watches it though, and he loves it. He he's like, "This is Oscar worthy." Oh, absolutely! Which, Golden Globes all the way. Yeah, if, like, if you saw that clip, I mean, you saw the clip, Kelly. Would any movie ever like that be nominated for an Oscar? That's what it's, they they he compared it to. Well, you know, Mel Gibson directed Braveheart, and that was Oscar. And Kevin Costner directed Dances with Wolves, and that was come like, yep. whoa. Whoa, period pieces, one, tend to always get an Oscar nod, and two, apples and fucking oranges yeah, here. Like, this, this is, is a the guy, shitty rave. Yeah. Like, this is I Frankenstein that came yeah, out this is, yeah. compared to Well, you know like, what? We, we shouldn't speak too soon. Did did I Frankenstein come out in time for this Oscar nod, or is it going to be for next one? This Oscar nod. Ah, curses. I know. Just, I know. I mean, I'm a huge Aaron Eckhart fan myself, but you know. Jeez. Oh, or what about... um? What's the other Frankenstein movie that came out? The one with uh, the guy, Professor X, and uh, shit, the other famous guy. Um, oh, Harry, yeah. Harry well, Potter? Was it Harry Potter or someone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Rad- yeah, it was Andrew Radcliffe yeah. and um, um, uh, McAvoy. Yeah. James I heard McAvoy. it was awful. Oh, no, yeah. Low, yeah. But, but it looked like one of those ones where, like, like I want to sit there and, like, boo and throw popcorn. Like, oh, sure. it's, one of the, it's a Rocky I Horror mean, movie. Well, we could, totally do, we could do probably that movie for this podcast. That's a possibility. We have more stuff to talk about because there's still probably more stuff at stake. Well, we're still like I villagers mean, with pitchforks. I mean, we're still doing well talking about this movie still because we're going <laughs> off in tangent. And by the way, I think it's time for a bro tip. Um, and actually, I picked one out. I can't believe I picked this one out just for you, Kelly. Uh, awesome. So here you go. Are you ready for this one? If you made a May the 4th joke to a chick and she gets it, marry her. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag girls. And I don't know why it would be hashtag girls, because <laughs> no. I would assume that would go to the show, <laughs> girls. <laughs> but maybe it ties in because of Rilo Ken, or so I don't know. But it's like you really. I thought hashtag you Star Wars life hashtag force hashtag like really. <laughs> yeah, I just I thought you'd enjoy that. Another one right next to it. Bro tip uh, here is hustle until you no longer have to introduce yourself. So, you know, that's that's good, right? I mean, yeah. Whew. Yep. Still going. I told you these are going to make my way through. We're in the we're in the 3000s, so I'm going to have to go down somehow to the 2000s. Like bad date flashbacks where you're like, oh, I don't need to learn your name for this. <laughs> well, didn't it? I, so you're just like Johnny Drama. 
You know, yeah. you don't need to know a chick's name. You know, that's no. that's the fun part is forgetting it while you're fucking her, right? You're you're not you're not naked enough for me to care about for me to care about what you're saying. You need to take off more clothes and I'll look at you more intensely. <laughs> is that a bro tip? It are is. you are you it's reading them tip. now? <laughs> it's a bro tip from uh from the girl perspective. Oh, there you go. We do need more of that. I think I actually I, wait, wait. I, I have a story to share with you. Oh, so yeah. one of my exes Oh, geez. Did not get a, did not get along with my best friend at all, and she straight up said, "You're not allowed to enter the house unless you're topless." Every time he came to the house, guy showed up topless. Worked out well. Sounds douchey, and also oh. like the douchiest uh, vampire, the douchiest hashtag vampire hashtag ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what they did in Twilight too? Is like you have yeah. to invite me in, and she's like, "Well, only if you have your shirt off." <laughs> And yes. that was and that was the rule. Oh, okay. that's the trade. If only they could have done that in Buffy. I think just to see David Boreanaz without his shirt on every time, and Spike <laughs> with, without his shirt on. Sold. Sold. But him. All right. So where did we? Now I forget where we were. So okay. So Ari. So Ari basically goes into. Well, he buys the guys a car. He. And the car is a fucking nice car. I'm not even going to say it because it was a commercial for the car for the next oh, five minutes, basically. Yeah. yeah. They're just driving along the highway, having a great time, like sunny California weather, you know, just really enjoying their car. And Ari basically is telling everyone that this movie is fantastic and it's going to get Oscar nods and, you know, everything's great. Give give Vince the money. That's right. basically what he's saying to Haley Joel. But Haley Joel doesn't want to do that he said he watched it and he has a bunch of notes and one of the notes at least is that he hates drama and he says and not drama as in drama that this movie is trying to create uh johnny drama drama. and apparently and i had forgotten to mention because who gives a shit really is that drama's whole thing this movie is that he has said multiple times that he has four scenes four scenes in this movie and anytime he brings it up every single character is like oh but they're awesome they're so good yeah pivotal yeah we just doesn't doesn't move forward right so now we've heard this the whole entire time and yet Haley joel's saying we he's awful yeah cut him out now that made me think hmm maybe Haley joel has some alternate issues that he's not going in maybe there's an underlying problem that he's not going into with everyone that's what i think as a as a moviegoer you know that's that's what i'm thinking right it's so inquisitive (laughs) yeah so it turns out that is true it turns out it's true now it takes a while for everyone to fucking get there and they have all the scenes never shown it's never alluded to they never really show any of this precursor up to it anyway and you're like why okay, didn't they? So that happened? Yeah. Why didn't they show any of that? It it didn't make any sense. Like why not? Because basically what happens is later on in the film, Vince is driving with Emily Radikowski and she asks him like, "Hey, you know, my publicist called and wants to see if we're dating." And he's like, "You know, tell him whatever you want." Because that's a smooth line, by the way. That's probably in the bro tips. I I got to Because I give a shit. Yeah. So she, she's like, oh, well, that's great. We're like boyfriend and girlfriend. And he's like, yeah, that's awesome. So great cool. acting. Yeah, that's pretty much the right. acting level that was right. that was there. So we find out that now apparently that happened the night after like or the night of when her and Haley Joel watched his movie. 
So when he showed up at her house later, Haley Joel saw them. Right, because yeah. the creeper that he is didn't go home after he left. He's going to sit out there and stalk her and see if anybody fucking shows up. And by the way, didn't stalk her like an actual stalker would stalk her. He stalked her in a fucking yellow Lamborghini. So... <laughs> doesn't stick out at all. Yeah, not not at all. I mean, I know it's L.A. and everyone apparently is like entourage, so they're all fucking rich and have these crazy cars and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But still, a yellow Lamborghini kind of stands out a little bit. Uh, so Ari is now going all these through these issues. So he's back in therapy with his wife because this movie is being taken away from him, basically. And he hates Haley Joel and wants to punch him in his Texas mouth and blah, blah. He's making short people jokes and all this kind of stuff. And while this is happening, Lloyd, his old assistant, wants him to give him away. So, lots of gay jokes. There's no point to Lloyd being in this movie, so let's make him getting married just so he's in the movie. He was a fan favorite, I guess, during the show. He was the father for people. He was was the abusive wife, are you kidding me? Ari has someone to beat up on, which is fine. Well, bros love gay jokes, too, right? So, I mean, they're they're like, dude, you hear what he called him? That's, like, fucking hilarious, man. So, yeah. So, they really, yeah, they really enjoy it. So... What else happened in this piece of shit? <laughs> the whole thing just annoys the fuck out of me because it was just a fluff piece. It was, let's put, like, attractive women in this movie for, like, no reason, basically. Let's have uh, really nice cars as commercials. And then let's throw in every cameo we have, but there's no actual storyline to this. Well, but, and there's not even really points to these cameos. Like It's like, who's going to be on the lot today? See if they want to do a walk-on thing with Anuraj. And they're like, all right. Yeah, that, that had to have been it. Because Kelsey Grammer was there for some reason, coming out of therapy. Which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do like seeing angry, Kelsey. Is- yeah, I like seeing Kelsey Grammer. Right. Yeah, that's fine. But, and uh, then I love that Bob Zagat. I'm not gonna lie, that was fun for me. But it was because he is that person. Well, that's what I he mean. He is like, that person. We know so many. Yeah. So at the at the pool party or whatever before the movie screening, these two girls he knew he knew them from his actual daughter. They were friends yeah, yeah. in middle school. They went to school together. Yeah, middle school, and they're like ridiculously hot now. And they're talking about how cute they think he is. And he's just like sipping his water. And then he goes over to Vince and he goes, hey, can you do me a favor? I need you to fuck my daughter's friends so I don't have to. Like, oh, well, that got you, (laughs) Kelly. Kelly's laughing. (laughs) Kelly needs like to write some bro tips on this thing. Well, okay. so if no one's ever actually heard Bob Saget stand up, it's horribly raunchy and dirty and just amazing like that. So none of that even remotely shocks me. But he's just a one trick pony, though. No, I know. Oh, okay. But it's still, it's the host of Funniest Home Videos. Oh, my God. And it's Danny Connor. Like, are you kidding me? The two most, like, purest, home, simplest people. And this is who the person actually is. Like, you're a dirty little fucker. That's great. I got to tell you, my computer is crashing trying to go past 2,000 bro tips. It's almost like my computer is purposely making sure that no one. Yeah, Yeah, it really is. I've never had I could look at the raunchiest porn and my computer will be completely fine but it goes wait a second you're trying to go down to 2,000 bro tips no sir no no no, I have to I have to stop this disease this is viruses we get viruses from these sites (laughs) yeah it's self-destructing on purpose (laughs) all right anyways so oh I will say one scene 
that didn't that would have been funny if they had made it real was that so E gets a call after he goes ahead and he takes his ex to like Lamaze class or whatever. They start to have what I guess is supposed to be a serious conversation about getting yeah, about getting back together possibly. And the ex is like, oh no. Or she starts mentioning how she wants to have sex. And he's like, I'll have sex. And she's like ridiculously pregnant. And he's like, I'll have sex with you. And she's like, oh, okay. That, like, that's cool. And he, she goes, but are you clean? Or she's like, I know you're clean. He goes, Because nope. that normally just gets worked right into conversation. Yeah. By the way, are you fucking other people? But not even are you fucking other people. So, you're clean? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, just come no. out. But at least, and he goes, he goes, this is this is what I thought was interesting. He goes, oh, no, I'm sorry. I actually had sex last night and another girl as well in 24 hours. So, two girls. And she's like, she's like, oh, fuck. Why do you have to be so honest with me? Like, What? <laughs> That what? Was, what? That's, yeah, that's what? a good thing. It's a good thing that he told you before he went to have sex with you because at that moment, he gets a call. So she's driving by. He gets a call, and it's the hot blonde. And blonde. she goes, she goes, hey, I'm pregnant. Get down here in 30 minutes or I'm telling yeah, I mean, her. Or you'll hear from my lawyer. Oh, yeah, you'll hear from my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. So as he hangs up the phone with her, the ex comes by and goes, you know what? I think we should give it another chance. Just <laughs> like, for fun. Just for fun. You, I know okay. you just had. I know you just had sex with two girls in twenty four hours. But since you said you would have sex with me, I think we should get back together. It's a trade off. Yeah. It's fine. So now he just like is, like can't say anything to her, and she goes, "Oh, that's great," and just like drives away. Like thanks for nothing, basically. Right. You can't even respond. Fine. Yeah. So he goes to the <laughs> he goes to the restaurant to meet the the blonde girl. And then the other girl who he had sex with that we saw that Ronda Rousey and Turtle busted in, she ends up being there and she takes a seat, even though he doesn't want to talk. First. Yeah, she doesn't want to he doesn't want to talk to her, but she's like, We just had sex uh, like six hours ago, so I'm gonna take a seat. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to you. Yeah. So she starts all that bullshit that girls say, like, I never do this, you know, like that's so fast. <laughs> bullshit fucking own it i'm doing clearly yeah. you are a whore like really i'm putting the bro tip out there that's all i'm saying is you know Jesus girls say that Christ. shit all the time but no they're getting they're getting <gasps> oh down God, like i never bring anybody home on the first day this is so oh and then they do the whole my, uh, oh my, one. I, I am gonna hear from you right yeah my my underwear never matches i can't believe that this happened <laughs> that's so crazy if there is any underwear to begin with Ooh, that's a good point oh damn See? I wish there was See? a. I wish there was going a, back, and you're like, "Oh fuck, yeah." I wish there was a bro tip for this. I bet. We, <laughs> I bet we could make one for, for this one. We're anyway. just gonna start submitting shit. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, I just thought of all these bro tips, so let me <laughs> let me just put the bro wisdom. You know, that'd be that'd be great." So anyway, so she's now in this conversation with him, and then the blonde shows up. So she grabs a chair and they're making kind of a scene, not like a crazy scene, but they're kind of loud yeah. and, you know, and right. so the, the blonde tells the brunette like, oh, well, I guess, you know, you had sex with him while he got me pregnant. So you better get, you better get checked. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm, I guess I'm going to the gynecologist. And then he's like, oh no, blah, blah. I don't even remember. This is like such a nothing conversation. And the brunette goes, oh, well also... When did you have sex with him? 
because, hey, man, you probably should get tested because I think I have something. And before even letting all this stuff, like, settle in, they they both just look at each other. They both just go... Oh no, we're just joking. And we're, we, roommates and we're, we're roommates, and we're just kind of fucking with yeah. you. So don't be a douchebag. And you're like, you're a cunt. Yeah. The hell's wrong? With you you're don't both say shit like that. You're what both a bunch of cunts. You? Yeah. You're both a bunch of cunts, and you couldn't even let the actual plan ride out. It. Like, yeah, no, settle, settle a little bit. On. Yeah. Like, let him go get tested, and then give him a call <laughs> and say, "Hey, it's good that you got tested because you probably should." But then also. Right. We are roommates, and your name came up, and we just wanted to teach you a lesson about being a dickhead. Like, right. that's how you do things. That when you're a writer and you're writing something out, that's kind of what you do. But instead, they just give every weight that he had off of his shoulder right away, immediately. Yeah, immediately. and then and they go, and this was the best line because it was almost like they were talking about the movie. Is the blonde girl goes, "Oh, this was just pointless," <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "Are." It, or yeah, did you yeah, break? You just what? So we were five minutes running short. So you guys were like, "Fuck, we'll just throw this scene in," because there's really no point. I wonder if they broke the fourth wall like Deadpool. Like, I wonder <laughs> if she was just like, "That wasn't in the script. This is pointless." So he's like, "No, it's not pointless. Like, I learned my lesson." And they walk away. Oh, right. Okay. I, I, I guess, I guess that all worked out well for him then. So he's quote unquote learned his lesson. Um. Well, oh, we forgot drama too, right? So Drama is worried about his scenes, obviously. But then also, the girl that he, I guess, maybe hooked up with at the party, he's been... Oh, yeah, they're, they're sexting. Yeah. They're, they, they're FaceTiming and fucking around yeah. on FaceTime or whatever. And it turns out that her boyfriend walks in, and he didn't know she had a boyfriend, and he finds out who he is, and he takes that video and sends it to fucking TMZ. Which is awesome. So now here's another... TM, well, he uploaded. So, it, even it's, it's, it's no. not even really a bad sex tape. Like it's you whacking up in the like by the pool. Like you have this amazing backdrop, but it's just drama. Yeah, just whacking away. Yeah. Whacking away at the pool. Yeah. So, so that's his thing. That's his thing. And then he finds out <laughs> that Haley Joel also wants him cut out of the movie. So this right. is where you know you know it's, he's very sad. He's depressed right. and all you right. know all that bullshit. Um, and at this time. It turns out that E's ex goes into labor. So since they're all family, they all show up. And right before she goes in, oh, fuck, we forgot about the Ronda Rousey thing, too. All right, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, yeah, timeout. Backtrack. Backtrack. So Turtle gets invited over to Ronda Rousey's house. And everyone is like drama because obviously you got to put your bro down. You know, you can't, you can't be supportive or anything. They're only supportive to Vince. So he's talking, so drama is basically saying Ronda Rousey wants nothing to do with you. So if she's inviting you over. You should like try and be her manager or advertise or, you know, whatever. So that Talk you can talk business to her, which yeah. makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. So he goes in just talking business right away and she takes him outside and she's made food for him and everything. And she's like, I thought this was a date. And he's like, oh, no, I didn't know I was just going to talk business. And now she's super pissed. So she kicks him out. And during this time, he's trying to like get her back like by texting and it's not working. And then finally she says, well, if you're so sorry, then come down and apologize to me. So, of course, all the entourage comes with him and they go out to the gym and she's working out and she's got like all of her people around around her. And he came down to apologize 
and she goes he's like what do you want do you want to and he suggests this she didn't suggest it but for some reason he goes he goes well what if i just got in the ring with you and you can beat me up for like 30 seconds or something and she goes well if you can last 30 seconds i'll definitely go out on a date with you and he says well what if what if i last for more and she's like no drama says oh drama says drama says drama drama be like yeah you will, well, if you left 60 seconds, well, then I'll just fuck you. Yeah, she's just like, and I actually really like the way she delivered that line. I thought that was good. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like, yeah, if you can if you can last 60 seconds, I'll fuck you. So, they get in, they, they go in the ring, and they fight, and he basically lasts seven seconds or so until she's got him in the in her arm bar, which is right. her signature move, and I that move fucking hurts, and you can break someone's arm with that. So she's got him in the armbar, and he's just constantly yelling to his buddies. I just like every three seconds. Do you know how much time? <laughs> how much time? How much time? So he's saying, you know, he does the honorable thing. He's like, look, I don't want anything from you. I'm going to stay in this move and deal with it. And she's like, I want to break your fucking arm. And he's like, no, I can do it. And basically, so at 30 seconds, she just fucking breaks his arm. Yeah. Snaps. Yep. So snaps it back. So I thought that at least was good. I guess I. No, I that mean, was funny. Yeah, and it's, it's totally, and it's kind of like okay, turtle. I'm actually gonna give you a little bit of redeeming quality because you actually just let this chick kick your ass. Yeah, like, well, no, didn't let her. No, no, uh, but, but didn't tap you, out. Yeah, you took <laughs> ass kicking for this chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't certainly didn't tap out. So yeah, the reason yeah, why yeah. the reason why I remembered to go back to that is because when they are in the hospital for E's girlfriend's baby. He is also in the hospital getting a sling, and it turns out he didn't break a bone, but he like tore the tendon or something like that. I forget what. It, either way, he's still, you know, his arms fucked for a little bit, anyways. But oh, that's, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where they are now. Drama isn't as depressed anymore that his masturbation sex tape is out there because the baby's coming and their family, and this is like a joyous moment and all that bullshit, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. So. I, what else happens? I don't. This that's movie, really it. Yeah, this. Well, I guess. All right, let's just go to the crescendo then. So, everyone now, basically, when they get back to the house, they realize because Vince lets it slip that him and Emily are together. So people were wondering, well, why is Haley Joel so mad? Like dramas parts are good because then also later on he just goes, I also hate Vince. And he goes, yeah, cut everybody out. Yeah, he's like, my dad said, you know, Billy Bob Thornton said, I can have as much money as I need to go ahead and just reshoot this movie. Like, we'll just make right. it digital. It doesn't matter to me. I, you know, I don't care. So now, of course, Ari's like, well, that sucks, and we're not going to do that. So he flies. Right. He flies down to Texas to get more money or whatever. But it turns out they're also having a meeting about like letting him go, basically. But this is after they find out the whole group is like, Vince, why why would you do that when you know why would you date her when you know he liked her? And he's like, guys, is that what we're really all about? And I was like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? I guess you never let anyone push you around so that you don't get pussy. Like, is that? Oh, bro tip. That's oh. a bro tip. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, I had this open to to read some more. My computer will not let me read any more bro tips. <laughs> I've never I've never seen this happen before. 
Like, this is fucking hilarious. Like, it will not go down to the 2000s whatsoever. That is pretty funny. So, yeah. So, I guess everyone's like, yeah, you go for it, Vince. You know, follow your heart that led you to that woman that you got a marriage annulled from, you know, whatever. Now you've got Emily Ratajkowski. This is great. Oh, so, all right. The bro tips load if you go back to 4,000. I bet you they don't even have the other ones. I bet you this is Probably. all a farce. It's all, yep. It's all fake. All right, here. Oh, oh my God. All right, look at this. Sorry. Bro tip 4,088. <laughs> the day you started lifting is a day you became forever small because you'll never be as big as you want to be. Yeah. I. Hashtag penis joke? Possibly, but bros don't make penis jokes against themselves, though. Yeah, but I mean, if you're lifting like that anyway, you're on roid, so it's just a. I guess I'm just what I'm afraid for is I'm I'm literally afraid that there are people out here that read these things as inspiration. This is the Bible. Yeah, like it's the bro Bible. That's true. I actually, to be honest, though, I believe a little bit more in this Bible than I believe in the other. (laughs) Blasphemy. I don't know. Look, this one. People cannot be managed. Inventories can be managed. People must be led. I mean, come on. That's that's a bro tip right there. I mean, that's that's fucking great. <laughs> I'm just so I'm I'm really scared that there are people that use these things as inspiration. Like when they get up in the morning to go to the gym, they're like, Oh, oh yeah, it's like the, the word yeah. of the day. It's like this is how I'm gonna live my life today. Yeah, I have my favorite bro tip that I read every morning, and then right. I read a new one. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes right. that. That replaces my old bro tip. And that's how I move on. Just keep pushing forward, bro. Keep pushing forward. A knight in shining armor is a knight that hasn't had his metal truly tested. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is real. I can't believe. I I don't know. This is awesome. I, I couldn't believe I found this. I seriously couldn't. And the lead story on this, I think, I believe it's the lead story. My computer is still not. It's. I might have infected this with a bro virus. You did. Uh, yeah. Um, the, uh, the lead story is, is it possible to really get out of the friend zone? That's the lead story in today's bro Bible today. No. No, it's not. No, it's true. It's probably not. But here's another bro tip, though. A true bro is a bro no matter what, period. Bros before hoes. Ugh. Duh, the golden rule. Golden rule! Well, where's the bro tip that says, where's the bro tip that says, um, before she can be a hoe, she's gotta be your bro. Like, where's that bro tip? Because that's gotta be a fucking bro tip, right? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Uh, I just made that up off the top of my head. Maybe I have a future in, in bro tips. It's not hard. Like, you can tap into these things and you're like, God, what the hell's wrong with me? Can you make money doing this? Can we have Ian Hates Bros? Can it be a podcast where I just do bro tips the whole time? <laughs> do insp- inspirational quotes for everyone? Oh, okay. So, here's the, <laughs> the overarching story right now. Is that Haley Joe Osmond is pissed. Because he didn't get the pussy that he wanted. So everyone now has to run around hoping that he doesn't go crazy or whatever. So because Ari 
you know, tells him off, you know, and makes a fool out of him, basically. The Billy Bob Thornton calls all the studio heads to his house to basically have a meeting about firing him. So he shows up at the house and basically tells the whole story about how Haley Joel just wants this girl. And I think Billy Bob Thornton's line is like, you causing trouble over pussy again, boy? Like, I think that's, I think that's literally the line that was used. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then after he makes him leave the room, he does an amazing little throwback for you where he actually ties his son to Forrest Gump. Yes, he does. Yep. And I go, oh, another movie I hate. And yeah. Yeah. So basically he says, he says, look, my son is a shithead, but you disrespected him in front of people. And I hope your son never gets disrespected the way mine did. So even though he's a fucking idiot, I still want you fired. So right. they cut away it's from that. Yeah, they cut away from right. that. Uh, e, his ex has the kid. Um, I guess they're going to be together forever now until the next movie or whatever. So that's good. Uh, dramas stuff does not get cut from the movie. They keep it the way it is. But they do, I guess, get the extra money because Ari turns out what he does is he steps down. He was fired, basically. But they gave him options on the movie. So I think they gave him that money, that money to the movie that was supposed to go for his, like, severance pay or something, maybe. Somehow they get the money, right? Yeah, somehow they, yeah, they work it out. They find the 15 mil, which is funny because even Turtle is like, I'll fucking front this, bro. And you're like... Yeah, he's like, bro, I'll get you the money. So wait, and they're like, so bro, we don't there, take there money There was really from those. no point because you could have done that to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have to go through any of this whole Solve fucking movie. the whole yeah. damn thing. Yeah, right. because everyone's like, how much money do you have? And he's like all silent. He's like, oh, I just got money, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it would right. make sense because in the show, Turtle made his whole entire, like he ends up making the millions because of Vince. So it would be fine for him, and especially if they think the movie's going to do that well, he's going to get his money back anyways, plus interest, I'm sure. So what would it matter? You know, that kind of thing. So I believe they cut ahead again, right? They cut ahead a little bit, and it's the... Well, it, it, it ends on the Golden Globes. Yeah, so they cut ahead to the Golden Globes, I guess. And by that time, Hyde is like the fucking greatest movie ever made. Oh, no, yeah, like, yeah. It's got all these nods. Yeah. It's going to sweep the globes, which means it'll sweep the Oscars. Yeah. 450 million worldwide or whatever, which I guess right. they chose because I think that beats whatever he made for Aquaman or something right. like that. So it's just, yeah, now they're all at the at – the, and this was another place to do a bunch of cameos where you you know they weren't there for the movie. And they're just taking pictures of people probably for an actual Golden Globes. They were oh, just like, yeah. yeah, they it was were just yeah. stock footage of that Golden Globes that yeah. they were paste in. Yeah, exactly. So they go in. Yeah, they're talking about how this is the fucking greatest. They're talking to Ari about like, oh, you had to step away from the studio and you took a lot of uh, effort for this movie or whatever. You put a lot of yourself into it, blah, whatever the fuck. So everyone's getting their dick sucked and they go into the movie, uh, the Golden Globes, and it's Best Supporting Actor. And Johnny Drama. Is up for best supporting actor, and which he wouldn't have got because you're only in four fucking scenes. Yeah, there's that no make way you a supporting actor. Because also, when they were talking about what his scenes were, he was on the phone during the movie talking about it to someone. I think it was the chick who he ends up jacking off on, yeah, on right. Facetime, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, so you know, 
it was tough for me because basically I had to act human in the scenes because basically everyone's like a zombie around me. So I had to stand out by acting human. I'm like, you're not even fucking acting human in this fucking movie. Yeah, in the movie you're in. So that is true acting then. You're actually, to to be believable, good for you. Hey, there you go. So how do you do, so how do you get a supporting act? Like, I'm not an awards show guy whatsoever, and I think most of the movies that win awards don't deserve them. But even this, how does this movie get nominated for all the Golden Globes, which exactly what you said will probably mean they'll win Oscars. How does how do they get nominated for this shit? So he does, and Mark Wahlberg goes up, and you know, like the bro that Mark Wahlberg is, he goes okay. like, "Holy fuck!" Like Are I didn't you even serious. Yeah, you fucking see. I I haven't seen the movie yet, which doesn't make any sense either. Why hasn't Mark Wahlberg seen the movies that are nominated for the Golden Globe and Oscars? Right, right. Especially if you're presenting for that category. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So it turns out it's Johnny Drama. Woo! Oh! Everyone's everyone's shocked and blah blah, and he, he goes up and they're in the first table because obviously they're planning on winning a lot of awards, right? That's how they do it. Right. So yeah, he gets up on stage and he's like struck and doesn't know what to say, and then and then what is his? And I think it's from Viking Quest is I think it why is. he does. Yeah, it's, I, my mind always goes to like Highlander yeah. or like uh or uh. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those just like it's like freedom for yeah. brave, like it's that kind of horrible. So he goes victory, and that's yeah. and then it goes to credits. So that's why I say that drama is like what this is all about, like what the whole series is mostly about, because nothing really bad happens to Vinny the whole entire movie. It's all Johnny Drama's struggle. The entire yeah. time, but that's and only if you're not getting fired. Yeah, but that's yeah. just me looking for any meaning in this horse shit, like hot garbage horse shit that we had to watch. Like that. That's it. That's all I can. That's all I can get. I I don't know. But that is the movie. That is the whole movie. I don't think we left anything out of that because there no. wasn't anything going on in, in the yeah, movie. No. We made it more interesting talking about this than that movie was the only thing good about it is you see tits every once in a while that's it it's true see i, I almost want to if i could take the movie and then edit it towards like a pop-up video and you could just add in like separate bro tips and like pause it and stuff yeah. that would be hysterical well here's not have fun with it. Uh, right on here's here's one right now um expiration dates are merely suggestions don't hesitate to hit on that cougar yep bro tip baby Bros don't let bros use beer goggles. That's another one. Um, I'm putting all these on a t-shirt for you. You don't have to see the car to call shotgun. That rule doesn't apply anymore. <laughs> How is that a bro tip? <laughs> what? I, I don't know. And I thought that rule always ap- applied. Always you have applied. to be you have to be in eyesight of the car. the car. Yeah, that's so that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, all right, here's another one. If your girlfriend doesn't know what to get for dinner, suggest Thai food. Ladies always want Thai food when pizza is out of the question. I don't I don't understand. I think I understood all the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, what does that mean? So like always want Thai food when pizza is out of the question. So it just shows that you have a slightly larger oh, diet. Then to say yeah, then to say pizza? Okay. Yeah. Um, Still, true friends aren't the ones who end up in jail with you; they're the ones waiting for you when you get out. Yep. So you can't just have stupid friends. 
Yeah, I ah, good tip. Uh, you know, that's a good bro tip. I guess. Uh, uh, here's one. No one has ever been called an asshole for being too humble. That's a good one, right? So pretty much what you need to do is be completely <laughs> straightforward, and that's the tip. All right. By the way, I think I actually found one that really does work. Here's oh, no. And I'm not kidding. Here, here it is. Oh, no. Quotation marks. Wow. Oh. That guy lifting weights is making lots of grunting noises. He must be so hot. Said no girl ever. Stop being a tool. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? I agree. I found out of 4,190 whatever, I found one bro tip that is actually very true. Uh, actually, wait, I might have found another one. Sorry. Awesome. Wow, I'm doing this. This website has given us a lot of fodder for this podcast. Uh, God. All right, here. How about this? Dress for the hand job you want, not the one you have. Yeah, that's. <laughs> These are wow. so douchey. Like right now, right now it's hotter in Boston. It's like sixty, like fifty or whatever, and the douche chills are cooling me down right now. That's how. That's how bad this is. Except for the one calling the guy who makes grunting noises a tool, because that is yeah, true. That's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, don't be a douche. Like, that's that's just true. All right, we we need to stop with that because I could just go yes, on. No, this yeah. is please, God. Yep. So no, that was Entourage, and it was fucking shit. Um, I just I'm glad it didn't make the money, right? I mean, it didn't really really make money. No, are you kidding Good. me? Okay. It cost All them right. thirty, and they made thirty-two. Okay. Just, you just recovered make two sure. grand. Yeah. Well, I think, and I'll tell you one of the crazier things that I heard too. So I was talking to a friend the other day, and she said that Adrian Grenieri or whatever is hot. And I was super surprised to hear anyone say that. He's different looking. Yeah. Do you know who's hot in that movie that we didn't even talk about? Oh, uh-oh. Army Hammer. Oh, he <laughs> was in for like. I loved all of his cameos in that movie. Wasn't he only in one? One scene? No, they, they they mentioned him throughout the whole movie, but then oh, yeah, he does yeah, his yeah, initial okay. "I'm gonna kick your ass" thing, which is awesome. Yeah, because I guess did he used to date Emily Emily Radzikowski? I I don't fucking know any gossip and awesome. shit. Yeah, but, holy shit, he's tough. Yeah, six six what? He's six five. Yeah. So if I saw him, I'd be like, "What's up, dude?" Yeah, but you know, notice when he comes up behind everybody, they're yeah, all he looks. Oh yeah, yeah. See how sh- these fuckers actually are. No, they are really. That is true. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Yeah, I like Army Hammer. Um, he should do some like superhero movies and shit. Could be I wonder as who. They could probably put him in Civil War somewhere, right? Why can't he do something? He would have been an right. okay choice for Captain America. Yeah, same kind of. I think Chris, he would have been the right. Yeah. Chris Evans does a good job, but I mean, still. Right. Yeah. But you know, there's something else you could shove him. I, I personally. It's a bad movie, but it's one of those ones like I actually did enjoy the Lone Ranger. I really did. Did you like, really? So oh, that's gross. God. Oh, yeah. I was having. I, it wasn't even an argument, but um, some people at uh, I was talking to some people and they brought up uh, Johnny Depp, like being in a rock band or whatever, and I was like, oh well, he's a better he's a better musician than he is an actor, and people like lost their shit, and they were like, what? 
oh, Ian, you have so many crazy opinions on movies. And I was like, name me a good movie Johnny Depp has done in the last 10 years. Like, there, he has, he has made good movies, but they're all in the past. There, no, there is nothing here. Like, you say you like Lone Ranger, but Lone Ranger is not a good movie. No, but and also, I didn't go to see that for, jo- for Johnny Depp, which is funny, because the whole movie is about Johnny Depp, and it's told by Tonto. Right. Which is weird. Because they had to switch it up, you know. Right, the big name. Right. Doo-doo-doo. Um, Yeah, no, I... What are you talking? Are you saying you didn't like Black Mass? <laughs> Or Mordecai. Oh, Mordecai. Or that one where he transcendence, where he gets fucking, goes into his conscious, goes into a computer, and it's Lawnmower Man again. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. a fucking yep. great movie. And by the way, yep. and this is what they said. They were like, their, their, their answer for a good movie in the last 10 years or whatever was Pirates of the Caribbean. And yeah, he acted like fucking Keith Richards for a movie. Like, yeah, who gives a pretty shit? Much. Yeah, and then the second and third one were god awful. Like, the first one was passable. Maybe I wouldn't ever watch it again. For, no, the first one was. A, it's a good adventure movie. Yeah. And visually, it's it's a very pretty movie, but it's not. I remember seeing that with like an ex girlfriend, but because she wanted to see it, there's no way I would have gone to see Pirates of the Caribbean by myself. Like, it's just it wouldn't happen. So. I, that's what I say, and that that's the honest truth, is Johnny Depp has not played a good character in a long... Like, the last movie I can probably think of is Blow. Oh. Rango. Yeah. Animated <laughs> movies, first of all, do not count towards any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. not acting. Yeah, it's not acting. It's, it's absolutely not acting. Blow came out, what, in no, 2000? Blow was good. Like, early 2000s? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was fine, but that's still... If it came out in early 2000s then it didn't come out in the last 10 years yeah so maybe there is like a little thing that i missed along the way but in general i don't think he makes good movie choices anymore so you can't just say johnny depp is good because it's just it's not true if he makes another good movie i'll be very happy but you make shit like mordecai and whatever other junk shit like what other tim burton piece of garbage are you gonna make like there, there's another Alice in Wonderland coming out. Oh yeah, that's what we need because that one was so good, right? Ugh. Why don't we get another Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? That'd be fucking great. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And then the yeah. people's people's go-to joke now is they go, Ian, you'd make fun of the Godfather. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like there are hu- thousands of movies that you can make fun of. And I know where you're going with the over-exaggerated joke, but that one's really old. Like, you got to be better than that. Plus, I've already done podcasts where we talk about good movies, or at least movies that I like. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So that just one doesn't make much sense. But that's how people are with movies. Like, they all have their, you know, everyone's got their opinions. Everyone's got no, their and taste. It's, just, and it's one of those things where some people, they can't take on someone else's it's like you've insulted their children is the way they react to you they're kind of like oh, how could you say that right. blah, blah 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 and i'm like really was this did this move you that deeply you do know movies are just there as their entertainment right it's not gospel like what yeah this has affected you way too deeply well i mean i guess it's a good in a way i mean let's not you don't want a psycho movie to like you know affect you in the way that you know 
slasher movies affect people and make them want to be psychos like in Scream, like right. you know something like that. But in general, if you can latch on to a movie that you know makes you feel happy or does whatever, right, like that's great. Movie. You know that's great. Or if you have those movies that you love forever, then that's great that you found this piece of art basically that you can continue with. You know, that which is all thing. open to interpretation. Which is oh, what absolutely. Art is. So that's, you know, that's, but I thought that was funny because people always have when they hear about the podcast and stuff, they're like, oh, Ian has crazy opinions on stuff. Like, maybe, I don't know. But if you like the Entourage movie, then you're probably not going to like our review of it. I mean, that's, and also I would hope I don't know anyone who likes the Entourage <laughs> movie, to be completely honest. Now, speaking of bad movies and shit, this coming Saturday, I think, it's the Razzies. So I think for next week's show, we should definitely go over the quote-unquote winners of the Razzies for sure. Okay. Because that's where we'll find out if Fantastic Four picked up some wins, you know, whatever. I'm guessing a lot will be whatever Adam Sandler was doing and Paul, Paul Blart. Blart. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of shit. So, And that's an Adam Sandler kind of movie crap. too. So. Oh, of I mean, course it is. Yeah, people forget that sometimes. The only reason why Kevin James has a career is because of Adam Sandler. So, oh, and David Spade was in Entourage too for like a minute. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that'll work. And then, uh, are we gonna do a good movie for next week? Or are we gonna are we gonna continue with bad? I don't know. I mean, we'll have to figure that out. I did get a mysterious copy of the captain america winter soldier so i think you got another movie too actually i did which i would prefer to review and it's more underground would you prefer to review like that? To your, absolutely okay this I, I it's already one of my it's my it's my favorite director and this is yeah. one of his best movies all right well then we'll probably do that one then subject to change yes! subject to change because something could come up but that at least True. gives us both of an idea of what to start researching so we'll be ready and i'll right. let i'll let everyone know what that movie is uh via facebook and twitter and all that kind of shit <laughs> all right so you think uh you think we're all set is there anything movie related coming up uh that you want to talk about mm, oh big fat greek wedding too really yep that's what you bring for up march yeah i just Ooh. wanted to throw something out there for you <laughs> yeah, I don't. Or, I mean, we could do Gods of Egypt. I mean, there's really just an amazing lineup coming out. Well, I know they so soon. I know they announced a bunch more sequels. Um, that I was, I just couldn't believe that they were making sequels to said movies, but I just forgot what they were because that's all we get now. We don't get anything yeah, no, original. No, there's nothing original. Yeah. No. It's it's well, or I mean, there are going to be some very interesting uh, books coming out next year. Uh oh, what does that mean? Yeah. Huh? Dark Tower comes out next January. <sighs> oh, and I'm sure you're going to love the casting in it, too. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Look, for me, and I might as well put this out here now because we're not we're not going to talk Dark, Dark Tower until everything actually, you know, like the actual movie gets made because we will do a podcast for that for sure. Like, guarantee people, if this podcast is still around and hopefully by then this is going to be super huge and everyone's going to love it. Uh, so... <laughs> It will be all professional, even more professional. I love the Dark Tower series, as you know. You, that's why you brought it up. I'm a huge mark for it. Love it. Um, the the 
characters, the um, casting rumors have irked me a bit. Uh, I like the idea. Which ones? Well, here's here's the first thing. Matthew McConaughey. I love Idris. Huh? You what? I love Idris Alba. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to talk about. So, okay. Matthew McConaughey used to not be able to act. Now he can. So, I'm very happy if he plays... Um, the one of the main bad guys in this movie i think that's that's fine casting i don't see him as roland i don't see him as the main character for people who don't know yeah i don't i don't see that but i can see him as uh as randall flag who is one of the main villains so i could see that because he's throughout the entire thing it it works for him i can i can go with that now i like i like who what's his name again Idris alba yeah i like him as an actor but the problem is, I have always seen Roland as Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant okay. is the most perfect person. There is no one else because Clint Eastwood is... Wait, is he dead? No. <laughs> no, I know. Not yet. No, but Clint Eastwood would have been perfect to play Roland younger. You know, when, right, when, right, he, was, right, when right. he was much yeah, younger. Yeah, But yeah, still... Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah. Timothy Oliphant, though is perfect right now like he's the right age he he can do this because you really don't know how old roland is for in the movie he's not super old but he's not super young and time doesn't really there's a there's a thing with time that goes on in the movie so timothy oliphant when i saw this show justified i said this is roland in this show like that's what it's it's a wise cracking straight to the point gunslinger that's that's what Roland is. So cut down on the comedy a little bit because the whole um, Dark Tower is a little fish out of water kind of thing too where Justified right. is not because that's his home, you know, Louisiana, whatever. Right, swamp, right. You know. But in general, I've never seen anyone more perfect to play Roland than Timothy Oliphant. That's why even though he's a great actor, uh, I keep on forgetting his last name. What is it? Idris Alba. Alba, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Alba and I now I think Jessica, but no. Yeah. Alba no. is a great actor. There's no doubt about that. But this is one of those ones where skin color does play a role because there is a lot, a lot of racism angles and storylines in the Dark Tower. Because one of the people, without ruining things, one of the people in the movie, one of the quartet, one of the people that is in the books for most of the time, besides like the first book, is a black woman who constantly brings up the race of the people she's with. So if all of a sudden now the guy she used to call racist names is not of that race you see what i mean like i don't know how it works anymore because- no but you can still do that because i mean it's one of those they i mean that's played off in society now though is that um you can still be a black person but you're quote unquote whitewashed so you're not actually you never went through the real struggle of what i went through kind of bullshit it's possible now look i'll give you that it's possible but there are other stories in the in the whole book series that deal with racism and I'm just not sure why would you just get rid of those instead I guess you could rewrite them similar to what you're talking about right now but it's just hard in those scenes so that's the only that's the only reason I don't care any other I don't care that he's black I don't care about any of that shit all that all that annoys me is that it's it's a storyline that's woven into the fabric of the book 
So, like, I wouldn't care, like, when Donald Glover, when they were talking about him possibly being Spider-Man for a reboot, I was like, who gives a shit? Like, that's fine. Yeah. People were getting all, like, oh, Spider-Man has to be white. No, he doesn't. Like, who cares? It was the same as if Fantastic Four had been a better movie. I really like Michael B. Jordan, and I think he'd be a fine human torch. The movie right. sucked. It wasn't his fault, but the movie sucked. Right. So I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. It just seems from knowing the books like I do... It seems like this is a weird casting choice that doesn't need to be made. Especially when you've got someone out there that is the perfect Roland. That's that's all I'm saying. So, okay. you know, we'll see. That was my long tirade. And we'll see if uh we'll see how things change as they go. I am excited for it. I am not a person who is going to if they do anything wrong, I'm probably going to not like it. Um, I love the books too much to just want right. a movie it, made. It, it's so hard to, I mean, when it comes to the books, things is there's there's always got to be some sort of liberty there that they have to move move through just to be able to. Oh. And it, you always lose stuff in it, so it's really hard to find a book that translates well that isn't already pre-written for it to turn into a movie. Right, and Stephen King does not have the best record with adapting movies to screen. That's definitely for sure. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. What? Sorry. Yeah. Like Dude. what movies? <laughs> we could do some of them for this podcast. <laughs> that that would what? be fine. I honestly, I like, I like the mist, um, and we could definitely do a podcast on the mist for sure. Um, if we wanted to make fun of a movie that Timothy Oliphant's actually in, uh, we could do Dreamcatcher, because Dreamcatcher is Dreamcatcher. Stephen King hates the book. Because he said, I believe I'm not mistaken, that was after, that was the first book he wrote while he was recovering from the from when the car hit him um, right. for that time. And he said, he, I think he said he was so high on oxycodone or oxycotton the entire time, he said he hates that book. And he doesn't even remember most of the stuff that he put in it. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so imagine that book now being transferred to a movie. And it was just really bad. But Timothy Oliphant was still good in it for what he had so i just i don't know that's my thing but yeah we can definitely do some podcasts for stephen king movies if you want i love the original it uh yes tim curry amazing seth green <gasps> oh that was a, actually by the way that was a that was a um a cameo i was pissed that they didn't do in in entourage because seth green was in a bunch of entourage episodes where he's the um like the anti-e they like hate each other and that was always pretty funny. So funny. it's too bad he didn't come back for a little, you know, thing on that. But right. but Seth Green was great. Um, the guy who killed himself um, was great in that movie. The guy from Never Ending Story two. Um, right. I forget I forget his name, but yeah, he killed himself when he was like twenty something because uh, his acting career had gone down. But I'd be looking back at Never Ending Story two and it and being like, I did it. Like fuck, fuck, you can't get any better. How are girls not jumping on that like over and over again? Like how is that not Entourage? How is he, how is he not Adrian Grenieri? Like I, I don't know. I feel <laughs> I feel bad. I think I think this would be a good thing to touch up on. Definitely. Well, one we're we're gonna do the purges, which will be fantastic. Yeah, we're definitely but I think doing this the purges. Be a good Halloween kind of coverage, kind of a deal too. Just well, the throwback classics. I mean, shit. I mean, who doesn't love The Shining too? Like these are all great. Well, remember, I'm. So you'll be a part of it if you'd like to be as well. Uh, my sister wants to i had offered i extended the olive branch to my sister i know to do the scream trilogy or the screen quadrilogy 
Uh, because oh, that's on YouTube. Oh, well, no. If we can have – it can be this. But, no, that's the 20th – remember I said, even on this podcast, it's the 20-year anniversary of Scream. So that's probably going to be the Halloween-ishy thing. Well, we have all of October, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, this is still a weekly podcast. I still <laughs> no. know I still know how I have the time to do this. Like, I don't. I really There's don't. all the other crap you do. I know. Yeah, I mean, and after this is all done, we're ending. But I enjoy, that's the thing. I enjoy talking even about these bad movies. Like, I like this setting. Because we can do the tangents. Yeah, and we... I, we've done a lot of tangents. I mean, bro tips, bro tips all around. <laughs> and now talking, I didn't expect to be talking about the Dark Tower and stuff like that. See, I'm doing and, what I can. I'm trying to. And they said they're they're about to start the finally shooting for the remake of It as well. So, and that's the thing. I look the the movie the the first movie anyways that they did with Seth Green and all that kind of stuff was campy. You know, John Ritter and all that. It was it was a campy movie. It's great because it's campy. But the book, right. the book is still one of my all time favorite books, and that movie does not do justice to that book. Well, no, of course not. Yeah. So if they do have the chance to do justice to the book, I still don't know how they're going to have it that all those kids have sex with her. Like I, I there are so many things you can't do. Like Stephen King, like it, it might be the greatest horror book ever made like i put wow. that above i put that above the shining for sure like it from front to back is the best heart in my opinion is the best horror book ever written so they do a lot of crazy shit in that book and it's stuff that stays with you for like a long long time i mean this it is one of the reasons why people are still afraid of clowns to this day because they read that book or saw <coughs> excuse me or saw the movie when they were a kid and it still gets them you know what i mean so if you haven't read it i would i would recommend it also i don't know why i'm plugging this but if you want a audiobook of it the it audiobook has steven weber doing the uh voice and he is awesome <laughs> oh no 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 I, I swear to you he is so good he is oh so fucking good i i, I swear so if you if you're on the go, it is it is a very long book. So if you're on the go and this is how you listen, you do books now is through audiobooks. Do yourself a favor and pick up the it one because it is really really good. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I know not everyone loves wings, but you know it's. Oh uh, no, wings, awesome. So what is it that you don't like him? No, it just just hearing him doing. Like being the audio for that, I don't. Uh, he uh. he does voices. He does it. it I'm just telling yeah, you, it works. So that's why I'm, I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> I can understand that. All right, I think we're all good. Would you like to do plugs? For sure. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy, and then uh, Nerdy Girl Ivy on Facebook. There you go. Uh, you're getting your Facebook presence out there. I can see. Finally. Yeah, that's a good job. Um, let's see. So for us, uh, we can do the Twitter. You can Twitter us at Ian hates podcast singular. You can also email us Ian hates at gmail.com. You're hopefully listening somehow. So either you've gone to the website, www.ianhates.com or you're listening on Stitcher or iTunes. If you could do us a favor, feel free to rate us. 
on iTunes, a five-star possibly if you enjoy it. The reason why I'm asking for this is because I can I can see the traffic to the website and I can see how many RSS feeds are, ta- you know, I can see that kind of stuff. But what we need is we need the popularity to go up so that more people see us. Also, that brings up if you do like the show, please recommend us to your friends or other people. Share the Facebook stuff that I put out when I do it. I know it's work, and I, but I do appreciate it because we want to get bigger and we want to have options of doing more movies and, you know, possibly seeing movies in advance and all that kind of stuff so we can do reviews. Um, that's where the best stuff comes from. So not only do we have Ian Hates Movies, but on the same website you have Ian Hates Music. Uh, we have more interviews coming up, uh, more music that we're talking about. I very much enjoy that. That might not be everyone's thing, but if you could also like that, that would be great. So I hate doing plugs, but that is, I think, all the plugs we need to do, right? Yeah, sounds about right, yeah. Yep. All right, so thank you very much, Kelly. Do you have any final words? I don't. I hope you guys uh, enjoy Entourage. Oh, <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> oh you got you to gotta end with a bro tip. Like, come on. I can't. Gotta, it seriously shut down my fucking computer. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, oh, man, I wish I could think of one off the top of my head. Um, shit. <laughs> Now I silence. Yeah, now, now I, I know. <laughs> Dead air on a podcast is always fucking great. It's uh, just, yeah, well, it hurts. My, okay, here's my, my bro tip is the, it's the tip I give at the end of every show, which, by the way, if anyone ever has looked this up, is from The Dark Tower. So I end every episode with the bro tip, long days and pleasant nights. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>